Got it. Get it. Simple man that can only mean one thing, and that is all things Bill O'Reilly at BillOReilly.com. Mr. O'Reilly, sir, this is not your usual show day for us. Apparently, you're going on some grand vacation to some sunny, warm, wonderful place, and you're not going to tell us where. And I, 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 I think we need to give them a heads up because trouble's coming. Okay, um, the second half of your question was accurate. I'm going to Florida tomorrow, so I have to do the Hannity radio program today. But it's not on a lavish vacation. Um, I have business to do, um, people to see, and I'm looking forward to it. Well, you're you're not only a simple man, you're an important simple man. Well, thank you, Hannity. That's uh, very astute of you to acknowledge that. Thank you very much. (laughs) I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. You wouldn't understand. It's very complicated. Everything about you is complicated. That's why simple man cracks me up. Um, You know, we've got this trucker thing going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching these truckers, and I know a lot of people are demonizing these truckers. And you got this, this you know, cowardly, gutless, spineless prime minister of Canada, <laughs> you know, calling these guys racist and transphobic and all these names. But Bill, we we have looked hard to find a single example. These are really, truly peaceful protests, and they're protesting the mandate. Well, um, little. Little Justin, I mean... Little, little Justin, yeah. he looks like a, a kid. Go ahead. Little Justin is, you know, he was always the most annoying student in class. You know, that, and his father was a big shot, so now he's... Um, I guess he's in charge of Canada, but nobody really knows where he is. He kind of just took off, you know. So he's hiding in some place. But the truckers have a perfect right to demonstrate their unhappiness with the government trying to tell them um, how to protect themselves against COVID. Now, you can agree or disagree with the vaccine mandate. Absolutely good people on both sides of that, Hannity. Good people on both sides of that argument. But if the truckers want to perform civil disobedience, as is their right, okay, under the Canadian law and American law, then what's the beef? If they get arrested, if they break the law, then they know what they're doing. They People do that all the time. Peaceful protesters do that all the time. Sit-ins, trespassing, whatever it may be, as long as it's not violent. Um, it's okay with me. But you said that a lot of people are criticizing them. I, who? I don't know anybody's criticizing no, them. J- no, little Justin's criticizing oh, them. little Justin, but yeah. that's not really a person. <laughs> well, apparently, he's like, you know, the man behind the, behind the curtain. And um, But the point is, I think so we're, we're at a tipping point here. I think this, there's a larger point to be made here is I, I have said now for a little while that I think the vax, don't vax debate is over in this way. Everybody's made up their mind. And you're right. There are good people on both sides. The idea that Fauci, the NIH, Walensky, the CDC, Biden, Saki, or Kamala are going to now change their mind is ridiculous thinking. So if we're going to follow science, I've been I've been saying we need to pivot to therapeutics, because especially now because vaccinated, boosted people and natural immunity people are, are getting COVID in some cases for the second time. Okay. The Talking Points memo on the No Spin News tonight, which is a TV broadcast I do, available on BillOReilly.com and other places, is basically saying there's good news, COVID is on the decline. 
which is true. And the stats are pretty dramatic. The Omicron variant is it is a dramatic, precipitous decline, right. as we predicted it would happen. That's right, because you and I are men of analytics. We saw what happened in South Africa, and that's where it originated. So why wouldn't it happen here? And it is happening. But I think being a simple man, as you uh, say every week, I want to break this down into a form that everyone can understand. There are nuts on both sides. There are anti-vax loons. I, I know them. They're loons. They don't trust the government. They don't trust. <laughs> I know. Don't trust I know the them. They're people. friends of mine. I hang out with them every day. Go ahead. Yeah, they don't. They don't trust. They. They think they're putting a chip in their body and they're going to follow them around and take their shotgun. All right. So that's one crew. And then the other crew uh, are the Neil Young people. All right. So the Neil Young people, uh, the the rock stars and all of this, they are like everybody should get vaxxed. And and if you don't, the government has a right to break down your door and put the needle in your neck. Okay, that's that crew. But where does that all come from? So liberal people in general, generalizing now, everyone, uh, believe in a strong government, a strong central authority that basically has to guide Americans through this complicated labyrinth of life. All right. That's what they believe. So that when you have a public health menace, their first refuge, the left, is in big government. The conservative crew, they believe the exact opposite, while, and which is why they'll never be detente again in this country. They don't trust the government. They think it's corrupt. They think it's a swamp. They think that they're trying to um, marginalize the people, particularly working people, and they do not want to give the government authority to tell them what to do in medical areas. Would you say that my evaluation is pretty accurate? I, I, so I would refine your your analysis on conservatives. We believe in limited government, greater freedom, more autonomy for the individual, um, and we don't want burdens in government. Yeah, but, the, but the basis of that belief is a distrust in a central authority. Well, Reagan said at best, government is the problem. But yeah. keep going. Okay. So, according to you, I'm 100% correct so far in my analysis, <laughs> which pleases me greatly. <laughs> yeah, I just graded right. you. Go ahead. So, if you understand that, then you understand what is happening um, in the debate over COVID. So, little Justin, I mean, he doesn't have any use for uh, Canadian truckers. He probably never even talked to one in his whole life. I mean, he doesn't know them. He sees them as a threat to his lofty perch as the prime minister. And, hey, if I'm going to tell you you've got to get vaccinated, you better damn well get vaccinated. That's little Justin's attitude. And if you go against the attitude, then you're a bad person. And that's what happens in the American media. Exactly what little Justin is doing, that's what the corporate media does in America. We know better. We're going to tell you how to live, and if you don't like it, we're going to try to cancel you or marginalize you or hate you. And you and I know this firsthand because we're we're on the side of individual we've, we've lived rights. It, we've lived it for 33 we've years. We've lived it. You know, right. that took me by surprise when I first started at the Fox News Channel, and then we got traction and wiped out CNN uh, and became number one fairly quickly, by the way. But it surprised me the hatred directed toward me when these people didn't even know who I was. I mean, all they did was we got to get rid of O'Reilly. We got to well, get rid of him. 
let, let, let's bring it to where we are today, and that is we have two controversies. The bigger one is obviously Joe Rogan. The most fascinating development to me in that, and, and I watched a couple of times his, his apology. It's, he seemed very, very sincere to me. Time will tell. Uh, at the end of the day, as you know, I don't support boycotts. I don't call for firings. I, I reject outright canceling anybody for this one reason. I believe in freedom, and nobody can force you to watch Joe Rogan or watch Hannity or listen to O'Reilly or watch O'Reilly, and people choose to. Same with The View and Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. And, and so I so my I come down that I don't support these things. You have in the past supported some boycotts. I, very, I just very, very little. Only if somebody is actively hurting someone else will I support a boycott. I mean, it's in motion that there's somebody hurting someone else. OK, so Rogan, I don't know this world. I don't live in this world. OK, but I've done a lot of research. And, and tonight on the No Spin News, we're going to do a big investigation into Joe Rogan tonight. OK, today is the anniversary of Andy Rooney being suspended by CBS in 1990. Did you know that? No one knows. it. Uh, nobody knows it. Nobody. Okay. By the way, half this audience doesn't know who Andy Rooney is. Andy but keep Ro going. I bet you they do. I bet you most people know. No, Andy Rooney was suspended indefinitely without pay from 60 Minutes and CBS News um, in 1990, 32 years ago today, because he made comments to a newspaper reporter, allegedly, it wasn't on tape, wasn't on that, was no internet back then, that uneducated people had too many children. And they turned that into a, a racist thing for Andy Rooney. Now, he came back after a few weeks because the, the outcry against CBS at that time, totally different country, was so intense, they had to put Andy Rooney back. And now, fast forward, we have a totally opposite point of view. They want to they wanna cancel Joe Rogan. Well, first of all, who's they? Uh, it's always the same people that want to cancel everybody. It's the far left after Rogan. That's who's after him. Why? Because he puts people on and doesn't have enough background knowledge or doesn't care to challenge opinions that are out of the orthodoxy. Quick break. More with Simple Man, Bill O'Reilly, all things O'Reilly, BillOReilly.com on the other side. Bill O'Reilly's with us. All things O'Reilly. Simple man at BillOReilly.com. There are two things that he got mad at in particular. One is he, he uh, in consultation with his doctor, when he got COVID, threw everything at it. And that meant monoclonal antibodies. That meant hydroxychloroquine. And uh, he said ivermectin. Um, and that's when they went out with its uh, horse dewormer pill. Now, by the way, for the record, ivermectin is the one drug I've never seen any medical evidence supporting the use of it for COVID. But people swear by it. And he, my but attitude I, is... Not it, it, Hannity. It's not his personal no, stuff. But no, then it was the issue of bringing on Dr. Malone. There now, you go. And we talked okay. about this last Now, Dr. Week. Malone is the, almost solely responsible. He created the mRNA technology that allowed for the creation of the Moderna and Pfizer yeah. vaccine. Yeah. Now, I mean, now he thinks it's being overused and he has a, a different opinion than the standard Fauci, uh, Fauci uh, Joe Biden opinion. 
but he's a doctor. He's devoted his whole life life to this science. Nobody wants to even listen to him. I, I do. don't think most people feel that Joe can, uh, Rogan should be canceled because of that. And I don't. I don't think most people think he should be canceled at all. I think overwhelmingly Americans, but even here's if they where don't know I think who he it, is, would say, "Look, let the guy have his podcast." And you made the absolute point. Nobody's forcing you to watch that. And you know, if you keep attacking the companies that carry it, that's fascism. You can't keep doing that. So it's all now, a backlash. So Rogan, and then he, he used the N word or something, I guess, um, I on numerous know. occasions. Yeah, I've, I've not know. heard the What's context that? of it, but he described it, and that's up to people to you know find yeah, out for themselves. Yeah, he apologized but, for but, it. But here's what here's what's most interesting to me now. Right, and and it actually is you. You're going to be able to relate to this. He got not one, but one very credible offer from Rumble to bring his podcast over to Rumble, which is a, now a new competitor that's doing very well against YouTube for $100 million for four years. In other words, what I think will emerge out of cancel culture and boycott culture and you must be fired culture is a backlash and new platforms where they will embrace freedom of speech and say, we don't care whether you like it or not. Hannity, you're a genius because you're talking to the guy who exactly. did it. Yeah. Who did it. Okay. So I left the corporate media. Because I was attacked ridiculously, but it worked. They got me finally after 20 years, and I started my own corporations. And and I think we have probably the most uh, successful independent news agency on a planet right now. And nobody can stop you. That's the point. And that's frightening. I wish there was somebody who could stop me, but nobody can stop me. Um, Um, But I'll tell you what. I understand my responsibility, and I hope Joe Rogan does, too. He sounded like he did. To me, he sounded very, very sorrowful and and I sincere. might do his show Hannity I'm What's gonna that? I'm gonna yeah because when I have killing the killers coming up the new uh, killing book out in May I might gonna do be on a show. show huh I don't know Joe Rogan I've never spoken I to don't Joe know Rogan him either I you know I only know that he loves that he's obviously involved in mixed martial arts which as you oh, know oh, it's oh my a passion of mine oh my god by um, the way O'Reilly's never shown up to train with me one day I've invited him now ten times uh, he's afraid to show up and I promise I'm not gonna hurt you too bad all right um, i just uh, i'm afraid of the sensei or whoever you have in there with you <laughs> I, I, I don't know who that is but i'm going to try to do the rogan broadcast and talk to you him should. about all of this i don't you know if you'll have me on i don't know what demographic it is he might be well, you used to do all those stupid shows i never understood why you did all those dumb oh, shows I, I sold a lot of books Hannity. I mean, yeah, I got but you know what? Million books I gave up doing Good Morning America, The Today Show, yeah, I loved them. The View. I couldn't stand it anymore. I loved them. I loved Letterman. I loved Kimmel. Because when I was on there, it was totally different. Okay? It was, okay, give me your best shot, Dave. And he did. And then we went back. Like Simple you. man, Bill O'Reilly. All things O'Reilly at BillOReilly.com. Sir, great to have you. Enjoy your mini vacation, working vacation down in Florida. And you should stay there and not come back. There's my simple man advice to you. You'll save a lot of money. Quick break. Right back. All right. 25 to the top of the hour. Linda, did you see uh, Alec Baldwin? He's been sending out these really, really, really messed up, bizarre rantings of his, uh, this time in bed as he's now returned to work uh, after the Rust uh, movie shooting uh, and the killing of uh, Helena Hutchins. Uh, And he's so affected. 
He going actually doesn't to, sound like himself at work. all. He's he's doing his best Joe Biden whisper moment. It's it's really bizarre. It's creepy. He's it is creepy. That's a better word. Almost, he, I think this guy's losing it. I think. Oh, I don't think so. I think oh, he's I, a phenomenal actor. So I don't think he ever had it to lose it. I think all he knows is how to pretend. He doesn't even know who he is, honestly. Is that what? Is that your analysis of this? Yeah, you I think he's a really strange guy. More bizarre by the minute, though, because I think oh he's God, getting. Yeah. It's getting bizarre. I mean, he's it got is. like a million kids. They're all young. He doesn't know how he's going to feed his family. He's not used to having to say he's sorry. He's used to pointing the finger. This is what he's done his whole life is point the finger at everybody else. And he's above it all. He's a better guy. He's the best. And listen, he's definitely been in movies. Where I'm like, oh, that's a good movie or he's a good actor. But once he started getting into politics, it was over for me. As it is with anybody who's in acting or sports or music. Once you start talking about politics, I'm out. I don't want anything. I don't want to hear anything. I don't just, want to see it, but anything. They don't, but they don't know anything. That's the problem. That's they the problem. Don't. But it, he it, really sounds the bed, the bedroom thing, laying on the bed, whispering into the camera. I'm it's like, creepy. It is these really, should be like really creepy. Inside thoughts, private thoughts, and not for nothing. If I was the family of Helena Hutchinson, I'd be pretty upset right now. Oh, I don't think I don't think we're done with the investigation, and I don't think we're done with. Um, you know, hearing about what really went on here, it's it's getting bizarre. His fight to, you know, hang on to uh, as long as he did all of all of the uh, phone messages and, and emails. Why did he wait a, over a month to hand the, the phone over? Uh, that, that's bizarre to me. All right. Let me uh, get to some phones here. Eddie is in North Carolina on the Sean Hannity show. Eddie, how are you, sir? Glad you called Man, better than I deserve, Sean. Listen, I've been waiting about a year to, to, to talk to you and, uh, and just tell you something. You had mentioned, and it was a rough time, and the emotions were raw when uh, Rush passed uh, last year. And uh, you had said that you weren't worthy and mentioned that, that to carry the mantle of Rush and everything else. I just want to tell you, brother, that my sons are the next generation of conservatives, and they, 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 they watch Sean Hannity like I watched Rush. And they watch Laura, and they know who Levin is, and they know what their rights are, and they know what a great America looks like. And I just want to let you know, you have picked up the mantle, and you have carried it well, sir. And uh, I just want to give well, you. Well, you're very for that. gracious. It's it's interesting you're saying this because I just got a note. Um, my syndicator was the same syndicator as Russia's, and uh -huh. they and I couldn't believe it when they said that it's almost been a year. I think it's February seventeenth, Linda, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Uh, since we lost Rush, and I stand by what I said then, and that is that nobody can replace him. That's just a fact. There was nobody better than him, and you know. But we all have to up our game because that's what what he he would want us to do. He would want the fight to keep on going. He believed in the individual. He believed in conservatism. With talent on loan from God, you know, and these these moments of his. There's a cartoonist, Linda, I forget his name. Oh, he, he sent me the most beautiful cartoon of Rush at the Pearly Gates uh, with, with talent in his hand. And I'm here, and he goes, I'm here to return it. Oh, wow. Isn't that, a cool car, isn't that a cool political cartoon? That, that, is, that is amazing. And, and I wanted to say one thing. You know, for the last couple of weeks uh, since Christmas, I've been hearing you almost every night, you know, saying how... 
Joe Biden, you know, he didn't have enough tests for the for the holidays. And what was he thinking? He wasn't thinking. You know, he, he got us right where he wanted us. He made it hard for us to get together with our loved ones. That's what they wanted all along. The fix is in, Sean. You know that. All right. Anything I, I, it's can... it's so antithetical to what I believe about human huh. beings. And I know better. I know that uh-huh. politicians are corrupt. I know that they've got agendas. I know, you know, Obama once came out and said it. I, I, I wanted gas prices to go up, just not this fast. I'm like, why would you ever want gas prices to go up? That that doesn't make sense unless there's some other agenda behind it. But the idea that we ran out of tests, we ran out of therapeutics. They never mentioned the therapeutics. You can't find these great antivirals that every doctor I talk to brags about. I, I'm more informed about monoclonals than I am about the the antivirals, but... Um, it's inexcusable to me because those are life-saving therapeutics. You have people unvaccinated getting COVID, people fully vaccinated getting COVID, vaccinated and boosted getting COVID, people with natural immunity, they're getting COVID a second time. You know how many people I know in my life now that have had COVID twice? Uh, I can't even count how many at this point. A lot of the humanity, the humanity motivation, the motivation for humanity is not there. The motivation for self gain and and self, you know, moving moving that way as as a party and trying to just really, you know, throw off kilter everything that us conservatives want to try and implement uh, is is absolutely absurd at this point. And it's just it, it's laughable. It really is laughable at this point, you know. So I'm sorry I'm laughing at you every night when you say that. <laughs> but, yeah, listen, but, you know, it's, it's if we all up our game and we all go all in. Um, I think this is going to be a great year, but I'm not I, I don't put the cart before the horse. You don't count oh. your chickens before they hatch for this Cautious, to happen. Cautiously optimistic. I'm, I am cautiously optimistic. You should be the talk show host. Eddie, God bless you, my friend. God bless your, your kids as Thank well. You, Please send my best. Thank you, sir. I appreciate your kind words. Darren is in Illinois. Uh, Darren, how are you? Glad you called, sir. <laughs> Thank you. I tell you what, it's very hard to. to come in after that one from Eddie. I, that's, uh, he's a hundred percent right. I, I tell you, um, I run a truck, uh, in the mornings and afternoons running mail. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a job I never thought I'd have, but I mean, it was, uh, I used to teach and then I thought, well, I, do you, do you drive an 18 wheeler or a smaller truck? No, no I drive a straight truck. Uh, we, we run right. mail from the post office to the littler post offices and drop the mail off in the mornings. Uh, I have a four-stop route that's about four hours. And then in the afternoon, we come back and pick up uh, the mail that everybody's processed for the day from each post office and bring it back downtown, uh, down to Peoria. By the way, it sounds like a great business to me. And it sounds, you know what, um, it sounds like you're working independently. I hope you get paid a lot of money. Well, it's it's not bad bad pay. You know, I mean, it really isn't. uh, uh, it's just bad hours. I mean, you, know, you get there's double sh- that split shift, but uh, I get to listen to you guys on on the radio, you know, and um, that's a plus. And, that uh, that that is a very good thing. That don't ever yeah, change jobs. No. Um, <laughs> well, but if you know, I, I, he he was bragging on you, but I tell you what, I think he forgot the he didn't brag on Linda enough either. You know, I mean, uh, you know, your producer Linda, she's uh, she's on the ball. She's keeping you in line. Uh, yeah, but what is that? Everyone likes that Linda keeps me in line, you know. With the, listen, the, I don't li- think it's li- that li- I keep no, you listen, in line. First of all, first no, no. of all, can I? I think can it's I, a. I'm in the middle of it's a, a balance. Can, can I add? Can I? Oh, add am I something? interrupting you? You don't like to be interrupted? Okay, I apologize. Go ahead. 
What I'm saying is it's fun, and I think that people know we've been together Can I add something years. Here? You know, yada, yada. That's what yeah. Linda does to me in the middle of a sentence. Can I add something here? No, go ahead. I just I just have one point, just one point. I'm just kidding. No, it, 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 it's fun, uh, and uh, you guys work well together. And um, I, I just uh, am glad you guys were on when I, uh, you know, when I was looking around to see what I wanted to do, who I wanted to listen to, because I wasn't sure, you know, who to vote for. And I said, well, I'm going to start listening to both sides. But uh, well, it was very hard to find radio stations. I wish uh, we could put more money into pushing the radio, uh, the signal of these radio conservative uh, stations, um, because you've got like that other station, that three-letter station. Well, the, well there's uh, a lot of places to find us. You can go to Hannity.com. We're on 600, I think, in 75 stations the last time you guys told me. I don't know if we've gotten any more. Um, and well, it's an honor to come well, to this microphone older, every day. And, some of these older, older guys, they're, 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 they're listening to the radio. And, you know, and I have to go between stations to make sure I find out which uh uh, you're in Bloomington on 92.5. You're also in, you know, on uh, Freedom Station, which is 95.9. So, I mean, I, I switch back and forth to, to, to wherever I'm getting the reception. Um, and I, I just think that if we could probably push that, uh, the, the, mo- the money going there's, toward it. There's a lot of regulations behind all of that. But listen, Darren, God bless you, my friend. Keep being su- successful. Uh, wish you the best in your business. We thank you for listening. You make the show possible, and we don't thank this audience enough for that. But more and more every day, I appreciate it. I really do. Thank you. Thank you, Sean, for t- talking about the truckers. All right, quick break. Right back. Right to your phone calls. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. How bad is the Biden economy? And is Lawrence Summers right that we're headed towards a recession? That's next as well. The final hour of the Sean Hannity Show is up next. Hang on for Sean's conservative solutions. All right, let's get back to our busy phones. Susan in South Carolina, you're next. Hey, Susan, how are you? Glad you called. I'm doing great, Sean. How are you? I'm good, ma'am. Glad you called. What's on your mind today? I want to talk a little bit about Joe Rogan. Um, I never listened to his podcast until all this stuff started blowing up, and then I looked him up. First podcast I found by him was him with Leah Remini from King of Queens. Yeah, she did that whole series on the Church of Scientology, which I found pretty interesting. Uh, That was fascinating to me. Me too. I I was glued to that. I'm sure I'm going to listen to him wherever he goes or if he stays on Spotify. But the point I wanted to make was that you don't have to listen to Joe Rogan. I never did until they brought it to my attention. (laughs) But I guarantee you when when the fallout is over and I think it's probably going to end very soon. Um, he's going to end up with more viewers to his podcast, more listeners to his podcast than he ever had before. And the people that, that have been most against him can take credit for helping him. But, But I don't listen in all honesty. I watched the guy give an apology that was really thoughtful. I thought on every level, brutally honest. 
And I look for sincerity, and I, I've got a pretty keen eye. I think I do. Sometimes I make a mistake. I have a pretty keen eye for people, and I saw sincerity. I saw that he had already made this change. He already got rid of that word in his life. And exactly. I think, and I, I just, you know, I've stood on this principle, and I've, I've even angered members of this audience when, you know, going back to Bill Maher and politically incorrect, I, I stood up and said, no, he should not be canceled. We didn't even use the exactly. word cancel at that point. Um, yeah. And, and having been victims of this myself, <laughs> more than I've even brought publicly, I mean, one of, the, one of the most humbling moments in my life, and this happened organically, we had nothing to do with it, is they started a boycott, some group, I don't remember which one, there's tons of them. They started a boycott of me and my shows. And one of the people, one of, Kerrig Coffee Maker had been an advertiser and then put out a statement that they were pulling their ads off of my shows. And out of nowhere... People started beat, dropping their Kerrig machines three stories and smashing it into little pieces. We had videos of people smashing it with golf clubs and baseball bats. We had people shooting them. You know, they were destroying them all. Now, these are fairly expensive machines. And Kerrig pulled back, and I don't remember exactly, and they... They, the CEO would never get on the phone with me and talk to me about it. And what I did is, for all the people that stood up for me, how many Kerrig machines did we end up buying? Like a thousand? I don't know, something, some big number, right? When the you, yeah. we, we, how many? Do you remember? It was it was over fifteen hundred. Okay, and I replaced everybody's Kerrig machine that had done that for me, and I paid for. We paid full price. We didn't get a discount, and I wanted to say thank you because that came out of nowhere. That humbled me. Um, and I was greatly appreciative. I think boycotts are way more effective than a boycott. In other words, somebody's against me. Why don't you go in and, and tell them I'm here because Sean Hannity sent me, even though they hate me? Then all of a sudden, their attitude begins to shift when their business does so much better than it was doing before. But anyway, Susan, you make this show possible. We love you for it. I'll give you the last word. Oh, well, I just wanted to say that I used to watch Jimmy Kimmel. I thought he was so funny. Until he started on the Trump train. And he says Trump like it's a bad thing. So on occasion, I will still leave it on. It'll come on and I'll turn it off when he says Trump. Nine times out of ten, I turn it off. He, I, I will miss any good interview that he has because he's slamming Trump every time. It's I'll tell you right now. Turn it off. I, I can tell you right now, you have hit the secret sauce Nobody, I can't, if I could, by the way, I, I'd love to force everybody to listen three hours a day and watch an hour every night. I can't do it. I have to earn your listenership. I have to earn your viewership. And we try to put on the best shows we can with the most information in an enter entertaining way. Um, anyway, God bless you, Susan. You're the best.